this is Tania and you're listening to Nia on Purpose. I started this podcast to create a space where I can speak with intention and walk in my purpose. I hope that listeners resonate with something I say and are encouraged to also live purposefully. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nia on Purpose. This is your host Tania and y'all can probably hear it in my voice, but this is the earliest I've been up to record. It's about 10.30 in the morning and I just woke up not too long ago and I was like, I feel like today is the day I need to record this episode. This episode is about dreams and nightmares and of course I'm recording this episode because I had a dream last night that just struck a nerve when I woke up this morning. I've always had like super vivid dreams and nightmares since I was a kid. I feel like my sleep pattern has always been super erratic and super abnormal since I was little. One of the first really like emotionally taxing dreams that I remember having was when I had a dream that my leg was on fire. And so for those that do know me pretty well know that I've had multiple surgeries on my right leg, a couple on my foot, and it's just been like really a, a process just growing up and, and dealing with, with things like that at such a young age and wearing braces and being in a wheelchair and using a walker and crutches and breaking my bone, my leg super frequently. So the one dream I remember from my childhood that just has stuck with me over the years is a dream that I I was sitting on the side of my bed and I remember my leg was in pain and I looked down and not only was it in pain but it was actually on fire like literally inflamed and I remember in my dream I was trying to pat it out pat out the fire pat out the fire I woke up and well let me let me take that back I sat up in bed I can't really understand and this is where I get confused a lot I I don't know if I was completely awake or in some kind of state before like regain consciousness but I guess like a sleep thing like I was asleep still but like my body was up and I was again trying to pat out the fire pat out the fire and at some point I think like I gained consciousness I woke up and I still thought my leg was on fire and I remember I screamed and I realized Tania your leg's not on fire and so I don't know maybe I went back to sleep I don't really remember what happened after that so I'm assuming I went back to sleep that dream has stuck with me for the longest like I had to be like 10 or 11 when I had that dream and so over the years I feel like whenever I'm going through something or experiencing some sort of feelings I have dreams that reflect those exact feelings that I'm having in real life and so this is really like partially event session for me Um, I'm starting to really appreciate those and it's also kind of just for me to like be able to listen back to this one day and remember these dreams because I know I'm gonna forget them one day but I also want to know like does anyone else have dreams like this is this something that a lot of people experience or is it just my crazy tale I will say that most of my dreams that I do have are probably bad dreams probably nightmares unfortunately and I think I have 
a few written down that I'm going to talk about on this episode. I feel like I have essentially a savior complex. Like I feel like I have to save everyone and it's my responsibility. There are two specific dreams that I have that I feel like really make this shine true. And the first one is I used to have, and this was probably like back in 2018, 2019, somewhere in that range. But I used to have a dream that my best friend was stuck on a roller coaster and she was really, really high up in the sky. And all of a sudden it would plummet downward. And it was my responsibility to try to save her from her untimely death. And so I'm like, crawling through this roller coaster seats like some kind of I don't even freaking know some kind of animal and I'm trying to save her I always wake up before she dies but I always wake up in fear that that she's not okay or that she needs me which is I feel like so weird another one of my dreams is kind of similar um but I think it actually takes some of the real life trauma that I've experienced and translates it into a dream that is so unrealistic and I do want to do a trigger warning here because it is quite explicit so if you are emotionally sensitive to violence and sexual assault this is that trigger in the dream my sister is dead and so she's just laying there dead and a guy that raped me is actually raping her and I'm just screaming get off my sister get off my sister get off my sister and simultaneously I mentioned this in another episode but at one point when we were preparing for my sister's funeral I I didn't like the idea of her being in the ground because I didn't like the idea of bugs and animals and creatures of the earth getting to her and touching her and destroying her And so at the same time, like there are bugs and whatnot crawling all over her while this terrible excuse of a person is is raping her. That was actually a dream that I continued to have for years after my sister passed, like from 2017 to probably like, whew, I haven't had it in at least the last two years. So honestly, I, I think that's a blessing. It's amazing. But I had that dream for so long and I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode too but that's also when I got into um bad habits um to to kind of like alleviate the the emotions that were that I was feeling after those dreams and I'll talk about that a little bit after I finish up with the rest of these dreams on a positive side of that um I will say I do have good dreams (laughs) this dream is also about my sister and It's nothing super special about it, to be honest. Like, nothing super special happens in it, but my sister's in it. And I think that's the most important part. I will say it's it's a bit odd because my sister is actually dressed up as a shark. Like, she's in, like, a a shark animal suit. So she's dressed up as a shark, and we just spend our day together. Like, we go and get ice cream. We go shopping. We sit in the park and just talk about life. And it's a super sweet dream, but she's dressed up as a shark. But the crazy thing is, I'm not afraid. And I say afraid because, again, most people that know me or know me well know that I have this major irrational fear of, like, mascots. Like, people in, like, animal suits, um, Pouncer at U of M, um, 
the Bruins bear at Belmont. That kind of stuff terrifies me, and I don't know why. But in that dream, like, I was not scared of my sister, even though she was in a a shark suit. (laughs) Like, we had a great time. And I think I'll cherish that, that, that dream. I almost called it a movie. I will, (laughs) I will cherish that dream because it kind of like merges one of my fears and one of my dreams together in like a, a way that's like, I don't know, just really peaceful to me. But back to the nightmares. (laughs) I will say that I think I have more nightmares than I do good dreams, unfortunately. And I want to know if other people experience that too, or is it just me? Like, needing major therapy or something another one of my dreams is um I'm driving on the interstate and I'm on FaceTime which is weird I'm on FaceTime with this girl I haven't talked to in years in years and we were arguing I was like girl like I can't deal with you I'm gonna talk to you later like this is like I'm driving I gotta focus on the road but as I was saying that I drove off the side of the interstate and I'm guessing I, I guess I was on a bridge. I was on a bridge. And so I flew off into the air and then, of course, started going downward. While this is happening, the girl that's on the phone is still is still watching me like fly off the interstate to my death. And she's freaking out. She's like, oh, my gosh, Tania, Tania, Tania. And at some point, like, I guess I didn't even hit the water or hit what whatever is below whatever was below me. My soul started to leave my body and I actually saw like, I guess I imagined what my soul would look like leaving my body and I saw that and and then I woke up. Crazy, right? Scary, right? And it just makes me think like, what does this mean? Like, what does this mean? One of my most recent dreams, this literally happened um, a week or two ago and It was real giving top secret mission, FBI's involved, I don't know. (laughs) But um, essentially, I was given this task to swim in this large body of water from one end of it to the other. At one end, there's someone I have to kill. And then at the other end, there's someone I have to kill. But I only have three minutes to do it. And I'm like, I I tell the guy that's giving me this task, I'm like, "I, I can't swim that fast. That was my excuse. Like, I think, like, maybe, like, I could have said, like, I don't want to kill anyone. But I said, I can't swim that fast. But I told him I couldn't swim that fast. And he said, well, if you can't complete the task, then you forfeit your own life. And immediately, he sticks a syringe in my neck. And I start to seize. That's the end of the dream. However, like, I'm watching myself seize in this dream. And I don't know and this is another one of those dreams like the dream that I had with my leg on fire I felt like I was seizing in real life and it it was really really scary I didn't know how to feel about it I was like did I is that what happened but like I said I've always had a hard time distinguishing between dream fantasy and reality in that wake-up process like obviously (laughs) I'm fine but it was still super scary super realistic and I just wonder if anybody else can relate the last dream I'm gonna talk about is um the dream that woke me up this morning y'all but you all know by now I recently started a new job getting to know a lot of new faces a lot of new people it's so weird to say I have a new boss 
and just like a new team. But my boss kills someone. He murders someone. He comes to me and he's telling me everything that's happening. And he's saying the cops are coming and he doesn't know what to do. And I say, let me take the blame. Oddly enough, my sister's in this dream and she's like, you're not going down for this alone. So she also agrees to take the blame with me. And in our heads, we're like, okay, we're young. We're not going to get a heavy sentence. We're going to get bailed out. Whereas my boss may get a harsher sentence. So let's take the blame for him and, and, and take this L. We have time to come back for this from, we have time to come back from this. So let's, let's just focus on the now and focus on the later when we get there. So I remember we were um, getting booked and I called my boss's boss and she's like, don't worry, I'm going to bail y'all out. And in the meantime, my sister's like, what do we do? Are we going to stay overnight? Do we have to shower? Are we going to be in the same cell? She was asking me all these questions (laughs) and I was like, girl, I don't know. And so... We ended up staying there over like the weekend. It was a Friday. So we ended up staying over the weekend and we made it to our arraignment. I told my boss's boss, I said, I did not do this. We did not do this. My boss did this. And I was like, I'm going to tell. I'm going to snitch. I'm going to tell. And then I woke up. (laughs) I don't know where these dreams come from. I don't know how they formulate in my brain. They're just truly wild, truly, truly wild. Another thing that I also experienced during most of these dreams, including the one I had this morning, is sleep paralysis. And I don't know what everyone else's experience with sleep paralysis is, but it's like my body cannot move. Like my body is asleep, but my mind is awake. And so I'm just trying to get my body to wake up with my mind and it is so so scary it it feels like you're legitimately paralyzed I know some people say that they have like a like there's a train in the room passing by while like you're just paralyzed or there's a dark looming figure hanging over you none of that ever happens for me it's just I feel very unsafe I feel like I need to get out And I can't. And so usually when I have these dreams, I'm trying to wake myself up. I'm trying to escape the dream. And sometimes sleep can be more stressful than being awake for me. Like it can be wildly insane. Sometimes like I legitimately don't want to go to sleep. Like I'd rather stay up, but I know I need this sleep. Because, you know, we need six to eight hours of sleep every night to be a functional human being. Which reminds me, I wanted to go back to um, something I mentioned earlier in this episode. And I may have briefly talked about this in another episode. But I was saying that I got into some, like, you know, sketchy stuff. Some I made some questionable decisions when the dreams first started up after my sister passed. And I think around that time, it might have been like the peak. So now I have dreams often, 
but not nearly as often as vivid, as violent, as sickening as the dreams that I had like right after my sister passed away. And so I knew this guy that sold Adderall. And so I would hit him up be like, can I get some Adderall? And I remember I would take it at like midnight, you know, get any little extra homework I had out of the way and just stay up all night. Just vibe out, listen to music, think about peaceful things, hang out with friends, whatever the case may be. I would do that. And I remember this specific semester I had at 9 a.m. the next day. I would stay up until my 9 a.m. I would go to one of our vending machines, get an energy drink, stick it out through that class, and then I would crash. But by that time, I was so sleepy, so tired. Like, I was in such a deep sleep, I guess, that I just wouldn't dream. It sounded very legitimate. I was like, it works. It gets the job done. But it was such a illegitimate way to solve my problems, my issues. And it caught up to me. Um, I, you know, found out some medical issues that I was experiencing because of the Adderall. And I was like, well, that's it. Done with that. But not only that, like, my friends knew I was doing this. My friends saw me doing this, and they saw me being okay and functioning still and being successful in class and in extracurriculars and things like that. And so they wanted to do it too. And so now I'm, like, just promoting bad behaviors all around. But I digress. That was a different time. I was much younger than I am now, and I truly was just doing what I had to do to get through the time. But that's all I have for today's episode. I really hope someone reach, like listens to this and reaches out to me and is like, oh my gosh, I experienced bad dreams like this too. Or, or, or just that you feel for me or something, because I just need to know that I am not <laughs> completely crazy. But thank you for listening to this episode. I hope something I said resonated with you. I hope something I said touched you in one way or another. And I can't wait for you all to hear more. Thanks again for listening to Nia on Purpose. My goal is always to reach a new individual and encourage the spread of love, hope, compassion, and peace. I hope I succeeded, and I hope y'all come back for more. Be sure to support me in any way you see fit, and tune in next time. And remember, it was always on purpose.